All right, we've got a lot to get into and not a whole lot of time to talk about it. So we've got Jared Allen being hurt, David Njoku getting signed, Calvin Ridley out of the league for, you know, next season, and MLB lockout. So let's just jump right into it. Um, Jared Allen got hurt last night in the W against Toronto. Not an ideal thing for the Cavs. Um you know, I mean, they, they they did win last night. He he was out for, you know, a, a decent amount of time, um, obviously, the whole game. But he, he, was, he was producing in the first quarter. But we didn't really need him in that game. I mean, we Evan Mobley kind of played how we need Evan Mobley to play. So that, that really worked out well for us. But at first, you know, it was just that quad contusion. And I know we all ran to our phones. And looked up how long does it take for a quad contusion to heal and it was you know that couple weeks and we're like oh it'll be okay you know um and then i had to you know i I had to go to bed because i do have a job um and i woke up at like one to you know use the restroom and uh i saw that jared allen you know fractured his finger and that was not great. And the word that was really scary is that he is out indefinitely. Um, we've heard that word in Cleveland before with Miles Garrett. So hopefully he is not out for the whole season. Uh, fractured finger usually takes six to seven weeks. Um, hopefully the Cavs can, you know, hold the line while Jared Allen's out. Um, but I, I just don't know if that, that can be the case because... I mean, if Evan Mobley plays how he played last night, then we'll be good. We just need everyone to step up. We need marketing to step up. We need Evan Mobley to step up. Kevin Love's going to have to step up. Um, not that Kevin Love's not playing well. It's just that he's going to have to play a lot more minutes than he's used to, you know, coming off the bench. So he might he might be starting or just playing more minutes. But, no, I mean, we don't have that dominant center anymore, I mean, at least for a couple weeks. Uh, we're still without Karras and Rondo, so that's not great. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to hurt having our all-star center, um, you know, not on the court, but you're going to have to be able to play without him. So you're going to definitely learn in these next couple weeks. Hopefully it's not that long, but you're going to learn in these next couple weeks that uh, you're going to have to make an identity without him on the court and hopefully we can get Karis and Rondo back so we can get some point getters. But I mean, the thing that really I'm going to miss about him the most is, you know, that, that he really good defense and, you know, that they play the paint so well with those three on the court. I mean, we'll still have, you know, two seven footers a lot more than uh, other teams, but we have, we'll have two seven footers still, but I know Jared Allen obviously is an all-star. So it'll, it's going to be hard to replace him. Um, and I, you don't have to replace him. You can just play good enough basketball to pull off some of those victories that, you know, would be nice to have Jared Allen for. Now, it, that's easier said than done, clearly, because we've been struggling as of late. Uh, but hopefully last night we, we turned that corner. Um, it's, it's not going to be easy with Jared Allen being out, but... I, I think the Cavs can do it. Um, I've, I've seen them play some good basketball. Jared Allen um, obviously is a, a difference maker, but we've played, we've won games without him before. 
Um, so I, I, I know we can do it. We, we just got to play some good basketball, man, because th- this is the stretch here. This is the stretch of death. Either you come out of this alive or you don't. And so far, it's not looking great. We're two. Let's see. Stretch of death started. Well, basically after the All-Star break. Um, so, I mean, we haven't been doing great. We've lost, I believe, right after the All-Star break, we lost... Hold on one second. I'm trying to pull up my Cavs app here. I'm just doing this on the fly. Um, so the All Star break started. Uh, yeah. So we obviously we lost um, Minnesota, the T Wolves, and then we had our um, All Star break, and then we come back and we lose to the Hornets. We lose to Philly. And we lose to Toronto. So we didn't go into the All-Star break with, you know, great momentum. But we also didn't come out of the All-Star break with great momentum either with those two losses right off the bat. But maybe, you know, we turned the corner last night beating Toronto. We we have firmed, I, I firmed our spot. That doesn't really make any sense. But we have made our sixth seed position more firm. I guess that makes sense. Um last night beating the Raptors it being that they were a few games behind us for the sixth seed and now we are three games ahead of them for the sixth seed so we are currently sixth seed the standings as of right now uh they haven't changed a whole lot considering that the heat is just so dominant um but right now as the standings set it's the heat the Sixers Bucks Bulls Celtics Cavs um, that's just one through six, and then Raptors, Hornets, seven, eight. But I really don't want to do be in that playing game. You know, as Tim says, if we end up in that playing game, we might end, we might be playing the Nets, and I really don't want that. Uh, so we really, you know, you, you got to start winning these games. We're we're two games back behind the Bulls and the Celtics. Um, you know, the Bulls having less losses, but you know, two ga- two more wins than us. Um, there we we we're not going to catch the Sixers, I don't think. Um, well, I mean the Sixers are 39, but they also have 24 losses. We probably won't catch the Bucks or the Heat. So, I mean, you you just got to play some really solid basketball while Jared is not playing, because, or I mean, we we don't have the easiest schedule in the world, um, you know, because it, it's it's not not great, and we because we've got let's see. So we have two days off. Oh, no, wait. No, we play the Pacers on Tuesday. Uh, they kind of have our number right now. Um, so that's not great. And then we have two days off. We play the Heat, number one. We play the Bulls. And then we play Clippers. That's going to be hard. We play Philly. That's going to be hard. You know I, you know what? Every game without Jared Allen is going to be difficult. But like I said, you're going to have to learn how to play without him. So what you do is... Evan Mobley's got to step up. He plays games like that. We're good to go. Now, the whole Darius Garland situation, you know, obviously he's playing his ass off, and he he's, you know, a very reliable player to have on the team. Um, I just hope he can stay healthy too because if he goes down, the season's over. Um, it seems like Cleveland sports really just gets attacked by injuries, you know, 
often <laughs> because we had, you know, Colin Sexton done, Rubio gone. I mean, we traded his contract away, but we probably wouldn't have if, you know, he was still playing because, I mean, he was playing really well. He gave us a good presence and he would put up points. And, yeah, that's not good. And then, you know, now we have Jared Allen that's hurt. We got Karras that's hurt. We have Rondo that's hurt. And, you know, Karras actually was, you know, just starting to settle in. We didn't really get a um, – what's the word I'm looking for? You know, we, we didn't yeah, – establish. We didn't really get to establish him because he played all-star break and then hurt. So, not great. Not 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 looking great for the Cavs right now. Uh, I know we can win these games, but the players that I said have to step up. And another player that is, like, really, really confusing is Isaac Okoro. Um, he is, I mean, he's a good, really good on defense, but, like, he's super, he's either really hot or really not on offense. And, obviously, last night, he was a really not. And... The game before he was really hot, and then the game before that he was really not. So it's just, it's really confusing. I just I don't understand. I mean, I'm not I'm not in the NBA, and I know I have no chance of being good at basketball because I am short and I'm just not very good. And I it doesn't really matter what I think of these players, but Isaac just really needs. That really needs like really bad to get his shots under control man because if he gets his shots under control like earlier in the season he was on fire man like there was nights where he would back to back you know double digit points and we need that again because there's nights where everyone else is scoring a double digit and he's he's sitting back there with two like last night how many points did he have last night i i, I think actually last night was the was the night where he had just straight up two points like we can't have that you know playing the teams that we're playing and and the circumstances that we're at we need everyone to just really step it up because yeah Isaac Okoro had two points last night he played 22 minutes you know who else played let's see hmm Dean Wade played 17 minutes and had two points so you're you're playing 22 minutes, you have two points. Jared Allen played 10, he had six. Obviously, Jared Allen, that's not a great comparison because, you know, Jared Allen is an all-star. But, you know, you've got these, I don't know, man. Isaac really needs to step up. Everyone needs to step up. This is the time to step up. And I'm I'm excited to see, you know, uh, what happens and at this point we can really hope right and uh that's something that we all do in cleveland is just hope and you know something that i was also really hoping for was to re-sign david and joku and we did we got him under a uh a franchise tag um i can't remember the last time like the browns used a franchise tag on someone uh actually let me look that up really fast hold on why am I not surprised at this? The last time the Browns franchise tagged someone was 2011, and that would be Phil Dawson. <laughs> so it's just pretty, uh, you know, some some historic stuff here that we're seeing. Um, you know, first franchise tag since 2011, and we use it on David Njoku. Now, I'm not saying that I don't like it because I'm happy that David's here, 
I'm just saying that I don't know if David Njoku is worth $11 million a year. Uh, now, they did say that they were working on an extension for him, like a multi-year deal. And, um, yes, he, he produced a lot last year. But, I mean, I, I would say that he is the best tight end on this team. But that's not saying a lot because Austin Hooper wasn't that great. And Harrison Bryant wasn't that great either this year. Now... I do like David Njoku. I do think he's a dependable tight end. I just don't think that he is worth $11 million. His his stats, you know, aren't, aren't the greatest. Um, you know, last year he had, or I guess this season, he had 475 yards. Um, 2020 he had 213. Uh, 2019 he had 41. Did he get hurt? I can't remember what happened in 2019. Um, in 2018, he had 639, and in 2017, he had 386. Now, an $11 million tight end, I would like to see those numbers go up quite a bit for next year. Um, now, hopefully, that he will be the tight end one. Um, you know, that's me guessing that Austin Hooper is no longer here. Uh, he's just, he obviously he wasn't very productive this year or last year, so I, I could definitely see them moving on from Hooper as well as everyone else in Cleveland could definitely see them moving on from Hooper. But uh, is you know David Njoku is your tight end one? Is that is that the direction that you want to go? Sure. Um, I do think that if we're gonna do that, I would like to go draft a tight end as well because uh, I don't think that uh, Steven Carlson is going to be our tight end three. So I was really, you know, I, I did like the setup that we had this year. Um, but aside from Hooper being Hooper a lot of the time, if Hooper was better, then I wouldn't mind, you know, Ninjoku being that tight end two. Uh, I don't know if he can be a tight end one. I guess we'll find out. If he can be a tight end one, um, and I, I wouldn't mind him being a tight end one. I just I, I need to see those numbers go up. If those numbers go up, then I have no problem paying him eleven million dollars for however long they want to, um, you know, pay him. I just uh, I really thought I was going to see Ward before Ninjoku, but you know I, I know Ward's going to get his money when when uh, they decide to make those talks because, I mean, he's at the top five corner in the league. Uh, I was a little hard on him, you know, past couple years. But, no, he definitely proved himself this year that he's top five corner. Or at least top ten. Maybe top five is a little much. But he's definitely – he's elite. He's an elite corner. I don't know where I want to put him, but he's up there. Um so that, that kind of confuses me as why he didn't get paid before Njoku, but Andrew Barry's doing what he's got to do. Um, he's got a plan. I don't. <laughs> so I'm just here to talk some sports and hopefully entertain. Uh, they're there to make sure we have something to talk about. <laughs> so, no, I mean, it was it was good news. I'm happy that we're, you know, we're keeping them. Hopefully they can negotiate a little little cheaper. If not, I hope he plays for $11 million. Um, someone that 
didn't necessarily have to play to earn some money this season was uh, Calvin Ridley. Now, this is going to be uploaded on uh, Wednesday. Today is Monday when all this news actually came out. So I just wanted to get it, you know, while I had all my ideas fresh in my head. Uh, Calvin Ridley was just suspended today for all of next season for gambling and betting on games. Um, and I literally just got a report saying that he only bet on the Falcons to win a game in the five-day stretch. That You know the rules. The rules are dumb, but you know the rules. So that's on you. Uh, you should know that you're not allowed to be betting on games, um, clearly. Now, it brings this also to my attention. I wonder how many other players are also betting on games, you know, because there's no way that Calvin Ridley was just the only player that was betting on games. Um, I, I, I feel like the refs were betting on games, too, Um and I'd love to see an investigation on that, but they never will because that'll just uh, discredit their refs even more. And then they would have to get, oh, sorry, then they would have to discredit their refs and they don't want to do that. But I, I bet that other players are definitely gambling and betting on games. It's just a matter of time before we find out about it. Now, in Calvin Ridley's case, it was a little more apparent because he missed a bunch of games, and now we know why. It's because he was betting. Uh, I mean, it was over a five-day stretch when he was betting, and he said that he was only betting on the Falcons to win a game. So, I don't know. I really don't know what to think of the whole situation. Uh, it's a stupid rule. I think players... No, you know what? I... I do see why they have the rule because I don't think players should be allowed to bet on games because that would really actually affect the outcome of games. Um, I mean, when when he did bet, obviously he wasn't playing, so it didn't affect the outcome of that game. But say, you know, a player is playing that game and they bet on it. You, What if they bet to lose? You don't think that a player is going to try and throw a game to win some money? I Maybe, I don't know. I'm not saying that's like, you know, something that every player would do. But I'm just saying it's a possibility because players love money. And I don't know. It's it's definitely a sticky situation. I hope none of the Browns were betting in games this year. Um, and if they were, I hope it's players that we don't need so we could just cut them and move on and save money <laughs> that they didn't save because they were betting on games. But, I mean, I, I've bet on games before. I mean, I had buddies, you know, that were in Vegas that took my money to Vegas, and I, I bet on the uh, the Browns-Steelers uh, playoff game, and I won 75 bucks. I mean, it is a, it's fun when you have, you know, not, not a whole lot of, you know, skin in the game, as they say, 92 through the fan. But uh, it's also... also it, Whoa. <laughs> it's also fun to have skin in the game as well. So go download the BetQL app. No, I'm kidding. Um, BetQL, if you want to sponsor me, that'd be cool. No, but uh, no free plugs on this. Um, yeah, I mean, betting on games is stupid. It's a rule. You got to follow it. It's just like the, uh, the the Josh Gordon stuff, you know, the weed, the weed rule. You can't smoke pot and... Um, which I'm pretty sure 
isn't a rule anymore. But at the time, you can't smoke pot. Josh Gordon was always getting in trouble. We would always say that's a stupid rule, but that's the rule, and you should know the rule. So everyone likes money. Clearly, Calvin Ridley likes a lot of money. And another organization that really, really likes their money is the MLB. And it's kind of frustrating to see that the lockout is still going on. Um, we Tim and I have been trying to cover this. It just every time we plan to cover it, like we have a, a kind of a more organized schedule now. Um, trying to you know do this more carefully and more uh, professionally to you know hopefully uh, grow and make some you know make some cash and make this my job. But um, yeah, so we we've we've had this scheduled and it just keeps getting pushed, pushed, pushed because other things that are you know more important come up, and we'd rather talk about that than something that I really don't care for because it's really annoying. Um, because MLB players get paid a shit ton of money, and I just I. I understand that they they think that they deserve to get paid more, but uh, so do I. <laughs> so um, I just the MLB lockout still going on. They're pushing games back. Uh, I think they pushed. I'm not sure if it was official, but I heard that they're probably going to end up be pushing a, a games another week. So there's we're two weeks into the season with no games. And we still haven't had anything figured out. So someone's going to have to budget at some point. And hopefully it'll be sooner than later because as much as like it really pisses me off that this is happening, I would love to go you know, watch the baseball games this year. And I really don't think that they care about that because if they did, then they wouldn't be you know, just postponing games. Because if, if they really cared about the fans then they wouldn't be postponing games and they would try and figure something out. Um, but they're vo- both holding their line very strong on this one, and who knows if we'll even get a season this year. Um, I didn't think we were going to get one just to the fact of you know COVID, but now I don't think we're going to get one because everyone is money-hungry and kind of selfish. It's really, I mean, a lot of leagues are like this, obviously, you know, money's money, money talks, but if they, if they really gave two shits about the fan bases, then, then they, like I said, they wouldn't be postponing games. So I'm sure they'll figure something out, uh, but they're already two weeks deep into the season that have been pushed back. So we'll see where it goes. Um, we'll, we'll try and keep you in loop on this. It's just, it's really, really kind of frustrating because, of course, now that I start my podcast, the MLB is locked out, and that's like, you know, the summer sport that I'm going to be able to cover um, if the Cavs don't get into the playoffs. So we'll see what happens with that. I just, um, I don't know, man. We'll see what happens with that. MLB is, uh, I, I really don't think that they care about the fans. Um, if we really did something about it as fans, then maybe they, it would open their eyes and they would actually, you know, start to do something about it. But 
Until we do that, then they're just going to keep doing what they're doing and having these lockouts. Um, obviously, the last lockout was a while ago, but still, um, there's always talks about it, and now we're actually getting one. So hopefully they figure something out here soon, and we can have some baseball, you know, kind of starting on time, but probably not. So thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Um, I forgot to mention, uh, Tim is obviously not here, <laughs> but he will be here Friday. Hopefully we got some fun stuff to discuss. And as you see, I changed the name of the show to the Kevin Merrick show with Tim Roberts. Um, obviously he's my co-host and I want to show some, obviously I want to show respect to him being that he's part of the show. So uh, go. I, I changed the name, so go ahead and share that with your friends so they can find the show. And uh, as always, thanks for listening. I'm Kevin, and we'll see you Friday. Peace.